0: Just time where we are, so I'll just aim at a wee second for about okay. one fifty. Okay. Okay. The so
1: time's gone. All right, one second.
0: So today I have Jacqueline from Jack's Hair and Donica D with me. Hello, Jacqueline. Hello, Lindsay. How are you today? I'm good, and how are you? I am great. Thank you very much. Good, so well, I've brought you on today just to have a little chat about um, hair salons and about yourself as well.
1: Okay, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just give you a wee bit of a background about me. So um, obviously I'm Jacqueline, I am 40 years of age, um, I own Jack's Hair and Beauty and Donna Gaudet. Um I have two children, Kamani who is 13 and Cornelia who is 11. Um, and this year we had a new addition to the family, which is our fur baby, Bosco. He's meant to be Cornelia's dog, but I think he's really mine. (laughs) (laughs) Just our baby, is it? (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Love it, love it. And some of the hobbies and things that I like to do is going for walks with the kids and the dog. And um, I love reading quite a lot and reading about positive mindsets and personal development. that's only been a recent thing over the past couple of years, but I really, really enjoy it. So I do a lot of that in my spare time and even more so over the lockdowns. So yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's to keep yourself stimulated with things like out there, isn't it? And keep going forward. Yep, absolutely. And the lockdowns has been a, a perfect opportunity um to get lots of reading done. I totally agree because I'm not
0: a big reader to be honest with you but I will admit I have started reading certain things as well because
1: (laughs) it does help it does get the day through you know as well it does it does I think it's very important Um, and it's important to keep yourself motivated throughout the lockdowns as well the first one I was very motivated and then the second one was a wee bit oh what's going on and it was very I think I found the second one the hardest um, and oh, then okay. this one, I'm probably a lot more motivated again. But I think I'm this one, I'm thinking this is going to be the last one because the vaccine's rolling out. So I'm thinking, right, get everything done that you need to get done um, and try and get as many um, things in the background done as possible. Totally. So, yeah, I
0: think, I think yeah. When we do go back, I, I'm hoping this year. Then we can
1: continue on this year and and make it a better year for hairdressing. Right now, absolutely. Um, I yeah. think our whole industry is going to need to be remodeled. <laughs> Totally, totally, because of totally, what like, happened
0: <laughs> I I totally agree. I think there's been so many changes with hair and people now. It sort of changed the whole mentality. I think of hairdressing slightly, and we've had to change our ways to suit them as well. So yeah, um, it'll, it'll be different, but it'll be good. A, a change is good. A change is good. It is. So tell me, tell me, um, so tell me a bit about your career, where it started, and
1: and and how you became a hairdresser. Okay, so I have done hairdressing for 25 years. Um, I started out in Kevin in in Bangor and then I went to Robert Lawrence in Belfast, I transferred to his Newton art salon then I came to Donna and um, I was meant to be covering maternity cover for a girl and then I ended up staying for a couple of years. Um, I've done quite a lot of things within the industry, I've done um, freelancing, driving around houses I've done mm-hmm. renting a chair um, in a salon and I have worked for people and I've also done cruise ships was which was absolutely amazing best days in my life yeah yeah Brilliant. Um, and then obviously I have opened my own salon I had a small salon before Jack's and then Jack's was always the the dream but um I think and you've done yeah <laughs> eventually <Yep. laughs> yes we got yeah, there yeah you've done it yeah um but I think with um doing a bit of everything, it gives you an insight to all different aspects of hairdressing. So
0: um,
1: doing the freelance I done for I only done it for a short time, probably about a year and a half to two years. And that was my limit. And I find it very it wasn't for me because I just think that I would be very passionate about my career. Um I love Mm -hmm. the training aspect of things and when you're going in and out of people's houses it might be convenient or whatever, or money might be good for a little yeah. while, but then you lose your motivation, you lose your yeah. passion, you don't have creative ideas or creative people around to bounce ideas off, you don't have the same availability mm-hmm. to the training courses. I just find that with my own personal experience um with it. So Do not
0: find being in somebody's house there, I, I cut Cody's hair mm-hmm. the other day and I literally... Uh, butchered it because the lighting was terrible the chair yes. was the wrong height and everything was a whole hollow light yes. so i then had to cut it shorter which was fine because we decided to reset it but i thought i can never do this again in the house.
1: no it's not it's not, it. it's, not. <laughs> it's not the same
0: experience sure
1: it's not, not at all not at all um and you're right the lighting is very very important uh, even whenever you're coloring hair so um you need to have the right lighting and then to be able to have like with, with all the modern techniques now balayage and different things you need to have your trolley and everything prepped and have it be able to be movable and one thing I found when you're in the house you're either sitting stuff on somebody's kitchen table or it's on the kitchen worktop or and you're you're having to run about nearly to grab things from here there and everywhere um whereas in the salon you've got your trolley beside you and it's sort of movable around the client the chair can go up and down around the client so um it's just you have a better standard and quality of work in a salon 100% Um, and I think as you said
0: even the the team and the training aspect as well you know you're surrounded more by people who are there for advice and support and to to motivate you know I find that you know in the salon that that works very well for us as I'm sure it does for you as a team as Mm -hmm. well yeah
1: absolutely and whenever people go on like if you send an individual on a training course and then they come back and they're buzzing and they're bringing that energy back into the salon as well and I love it yeah it's really good and then you you, they can then use their experience from the training to to help train other people within the salon of what they've learned off that course and that helps to reinforce their own knowledge as well Um, and then Mm -hmm. somebody else could maybe be sent on to a different course and it's the same sort of idea so yeah yeah that's brilliant and how do you feel and what what if it's you um in the salon then um I love seeing the girls happy um I love seeing them being creative um I love it whenever they come and ask for a wee bit of help because it shows that you can be a support to them as well um and help to um drive them um towards their own goals and passions and things so for me like I would always um I motivate myself quite a bit by my reading um, but being motivated by the team as well um, and seeing their creativeness is really good.
0: Yeah I think even watching them grow and succeed yeah. and then going, going over their hurdles or what they want to do and, and finally getting to that stage you know I think sometimes it's an achievement one of one of my girls had always wanted to do the braids which I'm sure yep. you know would do the braids in the hair and she wrote it on a wee piece of paper and I'd say tell me something you want to do. Yep. And I kept that wee bit of paper and whenever she perfected that, I give that wee bit of paper back and she goes, I can't believe I've done that. I said, she's done that. Do you know what I mean? And I think that, then gives us the you know the the motivation to think you know what well, we're doing something right here these girls yeah. you know are completing what they want to do and become what they want to do and I think that that's amazing for us to watch and grow I think isn't it absolutely
1: absolutely and you can only do that yeah. with the right team as well because I think it's very important it's other people's mindset as well so it, they need to yeah. be very driven within themselves um but whenever you've got that it is absolutely amazing absolutely amazing yeah it works it works yeah. well but i think it's so hard nowadays
0: and i'm sure you're the same learning is um is different for some people some people are very hands-on yeah. some people are very um you know watching things as well and uh, you, you have to change your concept for for learning now i find you know there's different ways for different people
1: to motivate yeah them. absolutely and definitely through the whole um lockdown as well because a lot of the learning now is all online um now yeah. obviously i'm older and. It- experience and I find for me I learn better hands-on but I think for the younger generation a lot of them are all into technology and everything like they're watching Instagram YouTube tutorials and all these different things so I think they they can learn both like hands-on and yeah but um online but I think um for me personally I'm definitely a hands-on learner yeah well see even saying that normally I am as well and I love
0: that (laughs) Um, but jerry was chatting with me, Han, who I he I done a podcast with the other day. He was just telling me that he had found that people doing the Zoom online training, you can go back and rewatch it again, and some things that you might have actually missed or are haven't picked up you know when you do a course you have that one day to absorb everything whereas he says you can go back over and learn it again you know and I thought well do you know what that's actually yeah. very good and a, and a good point and I thought so that's good to sometimes maybe see that from a different point of view yeah, absolutely where I would struggle sometimes I can get a wee bit bored and laid on certain things mm-hmm. as well whereas I thought well that's really good and interesting you can go back and actually learn that again so something different you know for for the girls to yeah. learn uh, and grow from just going to ask you um Jacqueline there's quite a few salons where you are isn't there Mm -hmm, there is
1: indeed and how how do you find with competition of other salons I don't really look at other salons as competition um I think Mm -hmm. um there's a few reasons for that um one of the things um I learned a while ago was a saying that always stuck in my head and it says that um amateurs compete and professionals create and i think in this industry we need to be professional and i think that we are we create things naturally even in the look of somebody's hair the color of somebody's hair um their face shapes taking all them things into consideration so we're always creating anyway um and then another thing is um i think the industry can get labeled sometimes as being a a bitchy environment or um this that and the other but i don't think it's doesn't need to be like that like me and you have got a great friendship going and both of us own salons our salons are very different and we've different age groups Mm -hmm. and different clientele that come in it doesn't mean that you know we have quite a good friendship that goes with that and um, I have other other salon owners that I would be friends with too and it's good to have that to be able to bounce and be supportive of each other as well I agree and I
0: think you know things that I, I don't realize that I'm going through maybe you're going through the same mm-hmm. thing as well and again two better than one to discuss yes. that and sit and think how am I of this where we've got that to bounce back from and I mean you know, yourself, if I have a problem, I pick up the phone and give yep. you a call first. So you yep. do the same. Absolutely. You know, we've,
1: we've had that for a long time. have, we'll have. <laughs> um. <laughs> The stress, the tears. I know. You know, and it's I like I, it's when you stuff. run a business Good. too. Sometimes people don't realise, and they think because you're a hairdresser and your hands on all the time, they think that the lockdown you're just sitting at home doing nothing. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. no <laughs>
0: yeah I think I think they forget we're you know we're a hairdresser we've still bills to yep. pay we've got kids to still yes. homeschool we've still a house <laughs> to run you know it, it just we get there's plenty of ticks to our names let me Absolutely. tell you it goes on yeah. and on and on so I mean we love our job and I think that's what keeps us going is, is the creativity yeah. of, of times in the salon as well and I think it's great and I, I, the girls are support for your team and for my yeah. team as well and I think that's what makes us driven and keeping us going as salon owners right now um i'm the same as well i i feel that you know salons shouldn't be in competition we should all be there for each other and anybody who needs any help or any advice you know I, my door is always open as i'm sure yours is yeah absolutely and i think i think as well,
1: think, come, think as well that our real competition right there is like the shops it's where people spend their money um you know it's like you know they shop online they shop they go to the shoe shop or something like that there and realistically Mm -hmm. what you want to be doing is creating an environment where people are going to want to come to you because they they know they're going to feel amazing whenever they leave you and if they're standing in the shoe shop looking in the window thinking i want them shoes them shoes are going to make me feel better but if they come to you and they look and feel amazing they're going to go and buy the shoes anyway so, of course, yeah, of course, of course I, they
0: are, and I think it's that it's that it's that buzz you get from coming yeah. to the salon, isn't it? I think even my, you know, you know yourself and you get your hair done. You yeah, you...
1: you do, <laughs> you really do. You do. Like <laughs> I am missing my nails, something terrible at the minute. It's oh, like <laughs> it's I but... that's that's
0: that's a nail. You even know saying. it's like your yeah. lashes it's like it's it's all part yeah. of you, you know. And it's funny how. By losing wee things, it may, it really brings you down a wee bit, and it's just like getting back to the salon making people feel good and, and yourself feeling good. It, it's, it just creates that whole effort. It's amazing when you lose routine,
1: isn't it? And, and not I, know, having and I anymore. certainly find our job very therapeutic sometimes too and being able to listen to other people's stories. And, yeah. you know, people say, oh, you're just a hairdresser or whatever, but we're not because we listen. You go no. through, like, I know, I know for a fact you will have gone through this too, but you've maybe got a client and you've gone through their wedding with them, their divorce with them. If somebody in yeah. the family has an illness, um the birth of their children and then they start to bring the children in and then the children are teenagers and he's really old i'm just dropping that in there yeah <laughs> yeah i know that's very true because you're like oh my god are for
0: me? What is happening here? i know what are you yeah i've had that quite
1: a lot recently so i'm definitely getting older
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it's nice but to see you know the families um I think, the grow, the growing up and you're there through all the stages, yeah. as you say, and then, you know, it, the generations are still coming to you, which is absolutely amazing to see that yeah. the support that the clients are still coming, you know, after all these years, and I, I just love that, you know, with the clientele, it's great to see that, and you become yeah. part of them, don't you? You know, that's exactly it, and again, them with also us, because they, they've been there when, you know, my Cody's been born, yeah. or Sienna's been born, you know, and they've watched, obviously, yeah. us grow into where we are now, as a sales which is amazing Some people go, I remember you when you were whatever age and I'm like oh no you God. don't want to remember that bit. <laughs> that was only yesterday
1: <laughs> definitely but not, I, um, definitely um, not. I've had clients that oh. I have done from the beginning even whenever I was training and I went to cruise ships for a few years and then came back again and them clients still come back to me and um, so that that That's there was night. really nice um, and it was a really good feeling so
0: that's really great that's really great and how how did you find the cruise ships did you oh, that as a job oh my god they worth? were
1: the best days of my life <laughs> yes really, and honestly, to be honest really? like not that you'd ever want to lose your staff or anything but if I could ever encourage people to travel I would say travel because it opens your mind broadens yeah. your horizons it does so much for you um as a person and sometimes I think I find it even with um people around me sometimes they're on a one-track mind because they've never explored or been out mm-hmm. anywhere and definitely yep. with traveling and things. you know how you feel even when you come back from a holiday never mind yeah. living a life like of that course. but um it was great to be able to learn different things of different hairdressers worldwide um you know you were working with hairdressers mm-hmm. from all over um and cruise ships is very much a five star mm-hmm. um possibly even six star if that's possible um um uh-huh. spa industry um, and we are always yeah. um, prepared before we even go to the cruise ships they prepare you for like the way you speak to people um, like it's how are you today to make sure it everything's is. very clear but obviously with different people there's language barriers so I have a bit of a funny story to tell yeah. you about a Turkish guy that i used Uh to work with um Uh and obviously on the ships it's a big retail industry as well um so they they're always prompting you to sell a lot of retail as we do now anyway because you Uh know there's there's um the products are amazing so you want people to look and feel amazing Mm -hmm. and we would have always been putting like eye serums and things on people while they were sitting getting their hair blow dried and things and this guy was amazing and he used to blow dry all these ladies hairs upside down so he would have just, he couldn't speak oh, any English. right? But he used to swing them around <laughs> and push their head down. And I used to be like, oh, my no goodness. <laughs> but see, whenever, you could see the oh, client yeah. looking like, what is happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> what yes, is this man on? But he, really? he used to turn them around and see when he flipped their hair up and they had this voluptuous hair oh. and it was phenomenal. And they, Stop, it really? and they used to be dancing out of the salon. But he used to put the eye cream on. Oh, and he was always, like, uh, he wasn't very good at selling products, probably because of the language barrier, but he was so good at mm-hmm. the hair. The hairstyles were phenomenal. And I remember saying to this oh, lady one time, because she said to him, What is that you're doing? Because he was putting the eye gel on her. And he just held the gel and bugged and he mm-hmm. said, You ugly, the cream fix. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> goodness, you can't do that. <laughs> No. do you know what oh, he, he got away it, with it because of the language barrier and the lady bought everything <laughs> she, did. No, she did she did. bought she, oh everything
0: she but it. if i had
1: done that i would have been fired because i spoke english but because of the language oh, yeah. barrier it was amazing yeah. and he got away with it but he right. he oh, was so, so yes you learned and you know for quite a while after that i used to turn my clients upside down to blow dry their hair if their hair was long because I was mesmerized by this yeah <laughs> Did and you? The, yeah yeah it's really it. That's amazing. it's really, really interesting but he used to do them all blow dried all of them upside down, and the hair was my massive goodness. whenever they he turned their hair back up the other way
0: does it just show you like you know something that we had i never do on the phone only if it, maybe we were drying a perm or something with curly hair or something they head upside down but it wouldn't I yeah. blow dry. Um, but he metal. he oh, um metal. we also used us. to do
1: um there was formal nights on the ship too and the receptionists used to wet themselves because the, the ships were a lot um of americans on there so the formal night, all you've seen hairdressers doing was standing there with the hair back coming, back home in, back home And it was like, could you tease my uh-huh. hair some more? I was like, oh my goodness, there's no hair left to tease. <laughs> and the receptionists were just, they used to say, all you could see was hairdressers' arms up in the air, back home for all their life was worth, because that's what these <laughs> Americans wanted. I'm... Their hair was never big enough, never big enough.
0: But yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah, really honestly, yeah. I did that. Absolutely so, love it. I had oh, experiences. <laughs> I love
0: that. Like, love that. <laughs> uh, definitely. And that's something good, you know, obviously you can yeah. tell your staff as well. And and stories of that are amazing to show where you've been and what you've actually done in, in your career. And that's something I did always want to try, but <laughs> i <haven't> really so sick to actually spare boats. So I often not do the whole <laughs> cruise ship thing. It wasn't my plans because the college just yeah. suggested to you, you know and again experience and i was like mm. no i'm not doing that no i didn't do it so i and now i've been in cruises and i love yeah. them and it's like i wish i had it, a lot know, of I like things, i got but... other
1: things from there that have nothing to do with hairdressing like um they they put me on a teeth whitening course so i have a certificate for that and um, i have a certificate oh, for basic good. firefighting skills because you have to know what to do if something happens and crowd control oh. management so obviously okay. it, to stop everybody panicking and being able to manage a crowd uh, and they're all things that stick with you and obviously you're certified for them but they also stick in your head so you, you know what to do in certain situations and I probably never would have had that or done that um had I never went you know uh-huh. uh, brilliant did you do that before um, you were in the salons then? they done it in or? their training in London before you actually went to the ship and then on the ship they would have done like a boat drill every like whenever the ship went into the main port um when the clients were embarking, mm-hmm. um, then they would have done like a boat drill. Then and on that boat drill, that's whenever you are trained, um, to do your firefighting skills and crowd control. Very yeah. good. That's so, brilliant. Very interesting. Very good. <laughs> oh, yes. you have a, a, a lot of things behind you yeah. there. That's really yeah. brilliant,
0: actually. Brilliant, Jagger. Um. And with the sound, where do you find the sound's going right now at home, Jack? It is good. It, it is good.
1: Um, like obviously social media can be a bit daunting for people. I know my girls like is trying to push mm-hmm. them that wee bit to get them to go on to social media now because um their passion yeah. is hair and they are beauty. Um Robin does the beauty. Um and that's what they wanna yeah. do. They wanna be in there, they wanna be hands on, they wanna be doing people. Um and obviously, you know we all have our own little fears or things behind the scene. And a lot of them are like, I don't want to go on camera. I don't want to go on camera, but they're doing it. And um, they understand that that this is the way yeah. forward. And you need to keep active. You need to keep engagement. You need to let your clients see that you're still there, um, that you haven't disappeared. Um, mm-hmm. You don't want to be, it's difficult because you're not talking about making appointments or anything like that because there's obviously not a reopening date as such yet. Um, but you want to sort yeah. of keep the the momentum going, and you want to try and do something different all the time, and yeah. you want to keep them informed. Um, selling products is obviously a big thing, and um, you're promoting the sale of good shampoos and conditioners, and it's very important for them to look after their hair. Um, during a time like this as well. Um, using professional Professional, yeah, because I think clients don't really
0: they yeah. need your help. Um, don't know with things like that there as well. They're not really sure on what they should be using it, and advice that you yeah, know, and it's educating them, them. them as
1: well, like you know on on cheaper branded products are filled with silicones and all sorts of nasty things and that does have an impact on the color so if they're using them products all the way through lockdown and then they're coming back into the salon you've got bands and barriers and all sorts of obstacles that you've got to overcome whereas at least if they're using decent products on the hair um, it's sort of keeping the hair nourished and conditioned and it's giving you a better canvas to work on when they do come back so yeah and have you have you had a lot of clients being in touch with you?
0: During lockdown periods? Um, yes, we do. We get a lot hair. of Facebook
1: messages um, with people saying, now, to be honest, there's actually a lot of people messaging asking what box that, dye they can use or how they're going to touch up their roots or how to cut their fringe. Yes. Um, to be honest, I try to discourage them. Whatever they do is up to them at the end of the day, but I try to discourage as much as possible. Um, and I've actually got a live, I'm going to be doing a live with our colour technician um she's a joy co-educator um just to try to reinforce everything that you're saying in the messages um to try and educate the clients a little bit um to why they should not do that um and what problems it could cause whenever they do come back to the salon but it is interesting watching the the clients as well on facebook you know the there was one in particular has highlighted hair and you could see all the comments yeah just stick a box dye in it'll just be the same it never did my hair any harm and you're thinking your Uh hair is highlighted you're going to go to an all over color and you're going to have orange roots and Uh oh I know
0: and I think I just don't think maybe clients just get it and they don't understand and they think even if they have maybe a blonde hair color and they think I'll stick a black box star or something on don't get you know the the, the structure and behind all that and it's very difficult for us to break down explain that because at the end of the day exactly and we have to train for (laughs) like you know
1: yourself you have to train for nearly four years to become a hairdresser then you have to build a clientele after that and then you're constantly reinforces and i know you've done masters in the color brand you you use and i have done masters in the color brand that i use um and you know these courses are like thousands of pounds within themselves and you know a client I think for a client it is difficult for them but it's also our job to try to educate them as much as possible as to why they shouldn't and if it was that easy to stick a box die in we wouldn't have to train for as long as we do and we wouldn't have to do the courses that we do to stay up to speed all the time as well so I think you know as much as it, it might be a quick a quick fix it's going to cost more money in the long term and it's going to be a lot difficult to get them back to where they want to be um yeah. afterwards and i and i th- yeah i
0: think the first lockdown proved that color correction so many clients <laughs> come in who had boxed it oh my goodness it was just forever <laughs> color correction we were like <laughs> oh no oh no you know and even i sort of thought by by this stage oh people will not be doing this but i actually had a call from one of my trainees um her friend had got her hair highlighted or whatever. She was she had put a, a black dye on the last lockdown, went somewhere, got a blonde highlights, and, and this girl felt me and said, What can I do? We've put a um, a home highlighting kit on our hair and we've rinsed off in a hair oh, night. <laughs> I just found home. <laughs> <Well, laughs> I'm like, Well <laughs> the first thing you need to do is cut that off and uh, we're not open. And the second thing you need to do is get some good um uh, right. protein shampoo and conditioner. Yes. So I recommended obviously what they needed, which is we've only done one <gasps> side of our hair we oh, haven't done the bleachers on the other side yet and yes. I was like I have no words I well we just put a black dye I was like just leave it just leave it just don't just don't talk but I'm not actually sure of the
1: outcome um <laughs> I gave my advice and it was there and I was but you know so I'm I always finding the positives bigger. in every solution know. and the only positive I can find in that solution is <laughs> it's winter time and there's hats <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree with that one. And that's
1: probably the yes. best thing we could start telling some
0: hats to do what we need yes. to do with the salon now. Hats and treatments. And hats and them. treatments every that's time. Hats and
1: treatments. I agree. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, because at that point, you know, that's the hairdresser's worst nightmare. And I thought, oh, my. And she goes, but it like, it's yeah. fallen out. And I'm like, yep, that's it gone. It's gone. You know, so people just don't realize, you know. And I, and I even now they're still not realizing. And it's not something that, you know, we, we try. And obviously, yeah. as you're going to do with Emma as well, do the live it's just so hard and I think the clients yeah. go, yeah 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 and then they're going by and down. see, see, I day, really see at the end of the day that. as well you know
1: like I always try to think to myself like put yourself in the client situation and I'm thinking logistically I'm thinking we're in a lockdown there's nowhere open there's no shops there's no restaurants there's nothing you're not allowed to socialize so why is there such an urgency to get your hair done but then on the flip side of that there because I'm Um, always about trying to say understand mindsets and people you know yourself when you get your hair done like we're talking about it not having our nails done and feeling demotivated so they they are probably feeling that but with the same respect it's like trying to educate the client to change their focus onto what new style they can have what new color they can have and the possibilities on the other side of that rather than then yeah. sticking a box dye in and then trying to correct a, an absolute mess and then like I don't know about yourself but I always hate color corrections at the best of times because you you are doing the best you can and you can have the best achievement from that color correction on a scientific level and the client will still yeah. never ever be happy because they yeah. have a different image in their head of what they wanted so um, correct correct yeah and it's that
0: understanding isn't it knowing the client I mean when you first meet somebody you know you're trying to go okay you're trying to gauge you know what, what would yeah. suit them what they, what they want and it, it's just trying to make everything work isn't it you know people, <laughs> we're, we're not married. yes not work we, great, do do indeed, we do best. indeed we do indeed you know it's like that black hair walking in and wanting to be going out a nice you don't go to the gym a size
1: 16 and walk out a size six in the same night that (laughs) does not happen and it's the same with hair color that's very true yes that's very true i like that it's the same with hair hair color (laughs) so it's a progress so it is and there's a science behind it so yeah yep
0: yep and that's why we're here you know as you say um again you have your instagram and your facebook and i'm sure if any clients yep. feel free to message you for any advice or support that they need yep. um vice versa mine as well um brilliant
1: jackie thanks for taking the time yes to and thank you very today. much for inviting me on that is another fear conquered <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs>
0: brilliant you've done amazing all thank right, you so much and i'll not speak to you very soon bye all right thanks